all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by Small Cases. Invest in ready-made portfolios created by professionals. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. We're nearly at the end of the week. Does anyone else feel that 2019 is flying by very quickly? Well, anyway, here's everything that you need to know this Thursday. Today is the 17th of October. Let's start with the international news first. China has threatened unspecified strong countermeasures if the US Congress enacts legislation supporting Hong Kong protesters in a sign of the deepening strain between the world's two largest economies as they attempt to sign a trade deal. China's foreign ministry issued the warning yesterday after the US House passed a package of measures backing the pro-democracy movement that has rocked Hong Kong for more than four months. Republican senators said on Wednesday that they want to move quickly on the legislation to support pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong despite the threat of retaliation from China. And meanwhile, President Donald Trump has said that a trade deal with China probably will not be signed until he meets with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the APEC summit next month in Chile. At a meeting at the White House with Italian President Sergio Mattarella, Trump said that China had already started buying from farmers. China has caught traders off guard with a surprise injection into the financial system via loans to banks, ahead of data that will be released tomorrow, which is expected to show a further slowdown in the domestic economy. The move took traders by surprise as authorities usually inject liquidity when previously offered loans come due, and the next batch won't mature until the 5th of November. In fact, more than 400 billion yuan of medium-term lending facility will come due in uh, the early part of next month. The International Monetary Fund has warned that global economic risks have risen as central banks reduce borrowing costs and that stronger oversight is needed to ease threats to an already shaky economic expansion. The fund urged policymakers to urgently take action to tackle financial vulnerabilities that could exacerbate the next economic slowdown. Back home, Tata Motors, which owns Jaguar Land Rover, has said that it is open to finding partners for the automaker but isn't planning on selling the embattled unit. JLR, as you know, which for so long has been the cash cow of Tata Motors, has been under tremendous pressure these past few months with falling global demand and resultant sluggish volumes. Z Entertainment Enterprises said yesterday that VTB Capital PLC, which is the investment management arm of Russia-based state-run financial services giant VTB Group, has acquired rights to sell as much as 10.7% equity held by SL Media Ventures in the company. The Supreme Court of India has concluded hearing 40 days of arguments in the Ayodhya land ownership case, which, as you know, is ongoing. The verdict in the case is now awaited. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended lower, dragged by technology stocks as the earnings season rolled on. The tech-heavy Nasdaq was the biggest loser of the three averages, falling as much as three-tenths of a percent. 
Asian shares are mixed at the start of trade. The averages in Japan and South Korea were flat, while the one in Australia was down as much as 0.4% when I last checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues have been muted, the SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook, Asia is also pretty muted at this point of time. So no major queues there. In terms of results, Z Entertainment will be the only Nifty company that will come out with numbers today. Among the other mid-caps, there is TVS Motors, L&T Infotech, Jai Bharat Maruti, South Indian Bank, PVR, Mastech, Scient and Chennai Petro. Devan Housing will announce its first quarter numbers today. Among the numbers announced, Mindtree results were in line with estimates. The operating margin was higher owing to a low base due to a one-off payment towards employee in the last quarter. The sharp decline in revenue productivity for the second quarter and increased attrition levels are the key negatives in this result. BFSI, travel and high-tech surprised among the verticals while manufacturing disappointed. Digital did extremely well. Now, the management did not comment on its growth outlook. The management said that the deal pipeline is healthy and there is no client-specific issues. Morgan Stanley City have raised the target price on the stock while Macquarie has lowered the target. Hathaway Cable and Datacom, the operating profit doubles on strong revenue growth. The net loss narrows due to higher other income and forex in the base quarter. Both broadband and cable business showed strong growth, but for the broadband business, there was negative operating margins this time around. Among the other stocks to watch, PNB Housing Finance came out with the second quarter update, which shows disbursements down 35% quarter-on-quarter and 41% YOY, which is a key negative. Securitized loans amounting to 3580 crores and the asset quality was stable. Nalco will be in focus for two reasons. First of all, the acute coal shortages has affected the company's smelter operation. They have appealed to Mahanadi Coal Fields, Coal India and the Ministry of Coal to ensure increased coal supply. And the second reason is that the world's largest aluminium company, Alcoa, has cut the guidance for full-year global aluminium demand. CG Power and Industrial, the forensic audit has commenced from October 15th. ICICI Lombard General Insurance, there was this big block deal that happened yesterday. Now the news is that Fairfax Holding has sold its entire stake in the company via this block deal. Couple of brokerages, Macquarie has come out with a note on Bandhan Bank. They are saying they maintain a non-consensus, high conviction, underperform rating on the counter with a target price of 425. So that's a deep cut. UBS has upgraded Aisha to a buy from sell with a target price raised to 23,000 from the earlier 18,000. HSBC has raised the target price on InfoEdge to 2479 from 2309. And Kotak, Morgan Stanley and Prabhudas Leeladhar have cut targets on Federal bank post the numbers but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks darshan well that's all we have for you in this podcast but as always and like darshan says there's a lot more on the website bloombergquin.com so don't forget to check it out this is alex matthew signing off have a great day I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.